What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steal if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black... Welcome to a special... Probably weird, solo, unprecedented, victory, petty, celebration, podcast episode of Ball In, Ball Out, a hoop ball presentation. My name is Eli Bauman. Uh, I am riding solo today because other people are busy and have things to do. I am particularly unbusy and I feel like gloating. I feel like this is the gloating we Laker fans deserve, because um, let's face it, we may probably, definitely not make the playoffs, but you know what? Denver might not either, and you know why? Because we smoked them last night, because we smoked the Denver Nuggets, who have masqueraded as some kind of rival over the last season, courtesy of the Ice Age weasel Jamal Murray. And it feels good, guys. It feels good, Lakers Nation, to stick it to them, to drop them from the A seed to the 10th seed, just one little seed ahead of us. Um, this was a team with high aspirations before the season started. They signed Paul Millsap to a whole lot of money. They've got Nikola, the Joker, the Clown, uh, Jokic, who... You know, I know he puts up all those stats, but when the going got tough, uh, Nikola kind of disappeared and then started to try to pretend like he wanted any part of a fight with Julius Randle, which he wanted absolutely none of it. And Julius knew that, and I loved it. Anyway, this just felt like a game that needed some comment from us here at Ball In, Ball Out. And especially from me, 
because I feel like I am the petty officer, the officer of pettiness on this podcast. I make no bones about it. I'm a petty person. Um, I like to um, rub it in the face of people who have wronged me in the past. Um, Does that make me a healthy person? Probably not. But it does make me delight in these kinds of moments where you're on the right side of history and you get to tell Jamal Murray that he sucks um, pretty much for an entire 48 minutes. By the way, Jamal Murray actually doesn't suck at basketball. Um, He sucks at starting beef for no particular reason. Uh, He sucked at backing up that beef tonight when times got tough. Um, he pretty much folded in that fourth quarter and that made me probably overly happy, uh, happier than a well-adjusted person should be. But as I said, I am petty. I am uh, Tom Petty and, uh, Denver is free falling out of the playoffs. So I'm happy about that. And most of all, forget about Denver because that's what we do to Denver Every season, we forget about them because they're ultimately irrelevant. Um, This game was all about our Lakers, and I think the grittiest game this Lakers team has played all season. Um, Not our best game, definitely not our cleanest game, but our grittiest game. A game where a bunch of dudes stepped up uh, in ways that put us over the top on games where they didn't really have their best games. Um, Let's run through those guys real fast. Uh, Julius Randle, who has emerged really as our best player. I think a guy that all of Laker fans who really follow this team think we need to bring back next season when he's a restricted free agent. Um, I don't even think Julius was that good this game. And he still put up 26 and 13. 26 points and 13 boards. Some key defensive stops down the stretch. Some really good switches. He was plus 13 in his minutes on the court. Um, And let me see how many minutes did he have. In 39 minutes, 11 for 17. Um, And just, as I said in the last podcast, this is a guy who's figuring out how good he is. He's in the, the act one of the superhero movie and he's discovering his powers. And you saw it in the first quarter and the fourth quarter that he didn't think that they could guard him. And he essentially punked Nikola Jokic. He really did. He sized him up and was like, I'm going to take it to this dude. And he did it over and over and over again. When the game was on the line, you noticed actually he had problems when Jokic went out in the second and third quarter with foul trouble. That's kind of when Randall, I think, They started doubling him, and he did the things that Julius can still do where he tries to go one-on-three and kind of gets lost in there. But this was one of those, I think, games where you start to see an emerging star where he's not even on his game, and he still manages to fight through it and put up 26-13. and That's the kind of game... That And I'm not saying he's as good as Anthony Davis, but that's the kind of game where guys like Anthony Davis, guys like Boogie Cousins, um, you know, the real kind of A-list of the NBA, 
when they're not feeling it, when things aren't going well, and they still put up massive numbers like that. That's when you kind of know you're entering into that stratosphere of player. Um, other guys who kind of stood out in this game. First of all, the the captain of pettiness, who, I mean, he'd only been with the team for about 10 games or so, but this was the time where I felt like Isaiah Thomas became a Laker. Not only because he played his ass off, um, and he put Nikola Jokic on skates and literally, if you check the photos, laughed as he went to go score, which was just phenomenal. But he also, as the game was winding down and we we were going to run out our shot clock before the, the final buzzer sounded, threw the ball all the way, all the way across the court to the furthest man away from him just just to dig in the little petty dagger just to get a little petty payback for one Jamal Murray. And I cackled, cackled like an evil person, cackled like Dr. Evil. Um, I loved it. I loved Isaiah's performance. I loved that he was talking trash the entire game. I'm trying not to curse because I don't want Dan to have to bleep this out. Um, Just talked and talked and talked and backed it up. And I think it was a good lesson for Jamal Murray is like, if you're going to talk all that game, you have to back it up like Isaiah did. Because down the stretch, Isaiah was huge for us. And down the stretch, Jamal Murray, you know, kind of faded into the background. Um, Other people who stood out. This was, Lonzo's really put up two of, statistically and by a lot of measures, his worst games of the season. After playing phenomenally for about 20 games in a row. Um, this was one where his shot wasn't working. He, you could tell he lost confidence in it. He would get into the paint and he had a layup and he just either doesn't know what to do or doesn't want to do it. Um, and was passing out of those, by the way, great passes to open guys, but you know, I'd rather have the sure two than, uh, than miss threes, which is what we ended up getting. Um, but Lonzo did not play well and was plus 18. Plus 18, the highest plus minus of anyone on either team. And Denver was four for 21 when Lonzo guarded them. So basically, he was also our best defender out there, um, which has been pretty consistent the whole season. And this is what gives me hope about this team, is that guys are not feeling it, that Stuff happens during the game that would normally put a young team down and out where we'd give up. Even earlier this season, that was happening. Even earlier this season to Denver, that was happening. And this game, we pushed through. We were up 13, then we were down 13, and we ended up winning by, I believe, nine. But so, you know, and it could have been, honestly, about 13. And just grit. And no one, I think, symbolized or epitomized that grit like our... Sweet Kyle Kuzma, my dog. That's my ride or die. 26 and 13. Um, had an ankle injury that he fought through. He fought to get back in the game. Immediately came back in the game. Hit a couple more big shots. And when we were looking like we were going to lose this game, which I'm going to be honest, I would have been crushed by. I've built up a real loathing for this Denver team. An irrational hatred of Jamal Murray. Uh, but... Sweet Kuzma comes through and comes through in the way that 
cornerstones of a basketball team of a franchise come through where he put the team on his back and got us through the rough spot. And then everyone else fed off that Lonzo came in, drilled a three, uh, Randall. That's when Randall started picking up Brooke Lopez hitting shots, hitting key shots. Um, KCP didn't really have a big stat line, but you know, got a key steal, got a key double team. You know, he's in the right place at the right time. Isaiah, so much swagger. But I want to say Kuzma was the reason why we won this game. Not just because he fought through that ankle injury. Not just because he talked a lot of trash, which I loved. Not just because of the 26 points and 13 rebounds. But because when his ankle got hurt, and I noticed this, there's one play in particular that I'm thinking of, where he guarded, I think it was Millsap. Uh, by the way, that contrast not looking so great for Paul Millsap. Sorry, Denver. Um would you rather have Paul Millsap or Kyle Kuzma? Would you rather have Paul Millsap or Julius Randle? Would you rather have Paul Millsap or Brandon Ingram? I rest my case. Um, okay, anyway, back, back to my point. Kuzma, with the bad ankle, played unbelievable defense uh, on his man in the post. I, it was Millsap. Just guarded him perfectly, uh, did a, a beautiful closeout, and Millsap passed out to an, a three-point shooter because he was not going to score on Kuzma. That three-point shooter ran, went right around his man. I believe it was Isaiah. And Kuzma, with bad ankle and all, rotated right over, right over, got there really quickly, once again, with a one healthy foot, and forced to travel and forced to turn over right at a key point in this game. And I think... That's the kind of play. That's like just a winning basketball play. There's no stat for it. He's not going to get anything in the box score for that play other than, you know, a turnover without his name next to it from Denver. That's the only way that shows up in the box score. But that play is why we won this game. Those moments by Kuzma are why we won this game. And... I look at Denver, I know we're still looking up at them in in the standings, but this is why I like our team more than theirs, because, you know, they just signed Millsap to a huge contract. And by the way, they've got a lot of nice players. That's a, that's a nice team. They're deep. They've got a lot of guys. But we have special guys. Um and we have special guys who are just figuring out their specialness. And we don't have guys like Jamal Murray who think they've done stuff in this league who haven't done it yet. We have humble guys. Even our swaggery guys, uh, Julius, Kuzma, those guys are, are humble guys. They're humble workers. Um, and it just gives me so much hope for this team and so much love for this team. And... Uh, this game, it's why I felt like I needed to come on and do a quick and weird and probably meandering solo podcast. But I didn't want to let this win go without comment because this to me, might this might have been our playoffs. We might be the spoiler coming down the stretch. And it was so damn satisfying to spoil it for Denver, a team that for no reason, we've had no historical beef with Denver. There's nothing. We smoked them in the Western Conference Finals one year when they had Carmelo. That's the closest thing I can remember to any clash we've ever had with Denver. Um, 
I've always liked their teams. And I've honestly, I always liked this current team until Jamal Murray started talking stuff. And then honestly, it made me dislike all their other players more too. I was watching Jokic in that game kind of being like, oh, this guy's like kind of like paper stats. He's, he's a better player on paper than I think he might be in practice. Uh, even their coach started annoying me, Michael Malone, which I thought he was always Mike Malone, but it's like, he's trying to be a grown up. Like he went to college and is like, no, 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 don't call me like Danny anymore. Call me Daniel. I'm no longer Mike. I'm Michael Malone. Uh, but I was not feeling him. Wasn't feeling his post game, uh, or pregame comments. Uh, you know, I don't see his team playing, the way for him that our guys are playing for Luke, who, by the way, I think pushed all the right buttons again, other than the Zubats minutes, were, which were kind of a disaster. But Travis Ware, you know, just so many contributors on this team, and you can tell that the Lakers all really like playing together. They like playing for Walt uh, for Walton. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to to take this win in and acknowledge it and celebrate it because you know, most likely 95% chance we're going to be watching the playoffs without the Lakers. Um, and so might Denver. Uh, but this one felt like not a turning point in this season, but something that we can really hang their, our hats on this season. This was the first win where we really just gritted our way through it. Um, we've been better than some teams some nights, We've been better than and won. We've been better than some teams some nights and lost. But this game was really just about heart and toughness. And we did it without two of our best guys who are still out. Um, and I guess that segues nicely into uh, our game tonight with the Golden State Warriors or the artists formerly known as the Golden State Warriors, considering they have basically no players uh, playing in this game. They're without Steph. They're without Clay. They're without Draymond. Um, Durant is still there, so who knows? That's still better than most teams have. It's just having one uh, Kevin Durant is like enough to make a winning team, probably. But uh, and we're going to be without Ingram, Hart, and Kuzma, I think, because of the ankle. So this is this is definitely a weird. I apologize to all of the Warriors fans who bought tickets in advance. Uh, for this game, who are going to see basically none of their team and none of our team. Um, obviously, their losses are bigger than our losses. They have three All-Stars out. We have no All-Stars out, but we still have three of our All-Stars out uh, relative to our team. And it's just going to be curious how this game goes. Like, you literally might see dude... It, it might be like Travis Ware posting up Zaza Pachulia for like 35 minutes in this game. Like, this could be the all-time weirdo game. Um, so if you have uh, Travis Ware or Derek Williams or uh, Ivatsa Zubats on your fantasy team, and this is probably this is Dan's specialty, but this would be the, the right time to play them, I guess, because uh, Travis Ware might have to score 20 points just by necessity. Um, and I don't know who the Golden State equivalents of those are. It's probably like, you know, uh, Sean Livingston... Pachulia, I think even Patrick McCaws. Oh, Jordan Bell. I would start Jordan Bell in your fantasy league um, because this is just going to be like the weirdest Lakers and Warriors game since like the Billy Owen days. This is like Billy Owens and Vlade Divac days. Um, I think his name was Billy Owens. Anyway, um, but 
before this weird game happens, I just wanted to mark the time, mark the progress of this Lakers team with, I think, our signature win of the season so far against Denver. Um, so who knows? This podcast could be a disaster. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, what are we all doing anyway? You know, we're meeting with North Korea. We could all explode soon anyway. Um, but uh, I want to congratulate all the Lakers fans out there. I want to congratulate myself as being a, a member of the the Petty Posse, which is like uh, the Pussy Posse in the, in the 90s with Tobey Maguire and uh, Leo DiCaprio. This is the Petty Posse. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is our fearless leader and I'm like his consigliere. I am going full petty and, uh, eat it, Jamal Murray. That's, that's my petty sign off to you. Um, so for all of us here at ball in ball out, Dr. Eric Noble, Dr. Dan Besbris, I'm giving him a doctorate. Um, this is Eli Bauman at Eli Bauman on Twitter at Dan Bespris, um, at Hoopball Lakers. Those tweet at us, follow us, rate us, review us, love us, tolerate us, all the good stuff. And uh, one final Stu Lance. We're off to the Golden State Warriors and putting the Denver Nuggets in the rearview mirror. Goodbye, everybody. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.